Hi, it's Fire Fridays with Angie. God bless you. It is 8.16 p.m. Central Time, and it is storming um, really bad out here. Um, they said that we were supposed to be having a lot of thunderstorms, uh, but God is still good even in the midst of the storm. Amen. I am learning that, that God is still God even in the midst of the storm. So God is still good whether it's um, a sunny day, a rainy day, uh, 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 a snowy day. God is still God. Amen. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He will not change. Amen. So I just thank God this is the day that he has made. And I shall, we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Amen, amen, amen. So I um, is not going to be up here long, amen. Um, again, I just want to uh, remind everyone that um, due to some changes in my schedule, um, I am not um, coming on as early as I normally do, just for a couple of weeks until my schedule kind of get cleared out, um, until I know... Um, how my schedule is going to go. So as of right now, for the next couple of weeks, um, I will be coming on either during the evening time or at night. Amen. Amen. So I just want to get right into the word. I just want to get right into the word. Um, we're going to be coming out of the book of Genesis. And I want to start off with prayer. Gracious God, our Father, we thank you. Thank you for your grace and for your mercy. Thank you for your love and your patience and your kindness and your goodness. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for providing. Thank you for strength. God, thank you for keeping our hearts and our minds, God. God, we bless you and we praise you. There's nobody like you, Father. There's nobody, God. Search our hearts in the name of Jesus, God. Forgive us. God, of anything that we said, anything that we've done, anything that we thought, Father, um, in word and deed that was against you, Father, that was not in your word, God, forgive us. God, continue to create us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us. God, continue, God, to lead us and to guide us, Father. God, continue to create opportunities and open doors. God, continue to bless our homes and our families and um, our businesses, God, whatever it is, God, that you have us doing in this season, God, I pray that you would just continue to bless, God, we love you, we praise you, and we count it all done, and we thank you, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, so we're coming out of the book of Genesis, Genesis 19, and we're going to look at two verses, we're going to look at two verses, out of the book of Genesis, the book of beginnings, amen, Genesis 19, verses 17 and 26, two verses, and the Bible says, and it came to pass, wow, and it came to pass, when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither shall, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. Verse 26. But his wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. We're going to read that those two verses again. 
Amen. But I'm going to read it. Amen. In the Amplified Version. That was the King James. But we're now going to read it in the Amplified Version. Ver, version excuse me. Um, Genesis 19, 17 and 26. The Amplified Version says, And when they have brought them outside, on, all, uh, on of the angels said, Escape for your life. Do not look behind you or stop. Anywhere in the entire valley, escape to the mountains of Moab, and you will, will be, or you will be consumed and swept away. Verse 26, but Lot's wife from behind him foolishly and longingly looked back towards Sodom in an act of disobedience. And she became a pull us up. We're going to read it again. Verse 17, when they have brought them outside. Honor the angel said, escape for your life. Do not look behind you or stop anywhere in the entire valley. Escape to the mountains of Moab or you will be consumed and swept away. But Lot's wife from behind him foolishly, longingly looked back towards Sodom in an act of disobedience and she became a pillar of salt. One more time, one more time. Verse 17, when they have brought them outside, the angel said, escape for your life. They said, escape for your life. And they said, not only escape for your life, they said, do not look behind you or stop anywhere in the entire valley. They said, escape to the mountains of Moab or you will be consumed and swept away. But Lot's wife from behind him foolishly and longingly look back toward mm -mm, Sodom in an act of disobedience and she became a pillow salt I just want to talk for a few minutes few moments my brothers and sisters from this thought from this subject from this idea from this topic don't look back. <laughs> I am going to say it again. Don't look back. Don't look back. My dear brothers and sisters, one of the things that I have learned over the years, and I am still learning, that you must let go of the past to embrace your future. I'm going to say that one more time. One of the most valuable lessons that I have learned, and I'm still learning, <laughs> that you must let go of the past to embrace your future. That's a valuable lesson. We must all understand that every human being, I don't care who you are, every human being has a past. And every human being, whether they know it or not, has a future. <laughs> your past has prepared you for your future. Mm -hmm. It serves a purpose. Mm -hmm. But we must learn how to let the past go. It's not about your yesterday. 
It's all about your tomorrow. Hallelujah. I do believe that. See, I've learned that the reason why most people get stuck in their life, they get stuck in their life because they want to drag the past in their future. They, 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 they really don't fully understand that, 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 your, that your past and your future <laughs> are two different things. Mm -hmm. See, your, your past is history. History. And don't get me wrong. There are some valuable lessons that we learn from our past. Excuse me. There are some valuable lessons that we do learn from our past. Our past teaches us the do's and the don'ts for the future. It does. Re remember, you, re you got to remember, you are not your yesterday. And I came up here to encourage somebody. Amen. As well as encourage myself because sometimes you have to encourage yourself. As well, you have to encourage yourself in the Lord. David said that you have to encourage yourself in the Lord. But I came up here to encourage somebody to let you know that you are not what they said. <laughs> you, you, you are much stronger. You, you are much healthier. You are much wealthy. You, you, you are wise. You, you are smart. You are beautiful. You, you are su successful. You are more than a conqueror. You are. You are what God says you are. You are, you are what God says you are. You yes, of course you of course you can go back to school if you if you want to. Of course, of course you can start the business. Of course you can build the ministry. Of course you can. That is part of your future. If if God spoke that over you, <laughs> the, did you read did you it says and it came to pass. When God speaks something over you into your life. It has to come to pass sooner or later. <laughs> it's the truth. See, but what our problem is, my, my, my brothers and sisters, God beloved, we allow our past to dictate what we can and cannot do. Not only do we allow our past, we allow people to dictate what we can and what we cannot do. I, I, yeah, it's the truth. Jeremiah 11 and 29 and the amp says, For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster to give you a future. And I hope, God said, I, see, God said, I already know what I got for you. I was the one that planned it. I already know what I got for you. He said, and my plans for you, and it's for it's for peace and it's for your well-being. He said it's not for disaster. He said, I want to give you a future and a hope. That's what the word of the Lord says. First John 1 and 2 and Amplified says, Beloved. Beloved. That word beloved means you are beloved. You are loved by God. He's he said, Beloved, I pray that in every way. You may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically, just as I know your soul prospers spiritually. This is what it said. He said, God said, he said, beloved, 
I pray that in every way, in every way, you will succeed and prosper. Spiritually and physically. That's what God said. God, God wants us to prosper. See, everybody, you know, have their own ideal of who God, who God is. See, but it's not until you have a relationship with God. And it's not until you're living for God for you to really to understand who God is. You know, you know, most people, they read the Bible and, and they, they look at they look at one side of God. You know, God must be mean. He destroying things, you know, but then, you know, he 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 he's kind and he has compassion. See, but see, but but you know what? It, it, it's it's kind of funny because. Sometimes that's what people think of us. You know, they, 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 they want to judge us by one side of us, but they really don't know us. See, it's not until you get to know a person that you understand. Because then you have to think, why did God destroy stuff? Why did God allow certain things? Why did God destroy the city of Sodom and Gomorrah? Because God didn't just go around, you know, just say, you know what, I'm just going to go and destroy this city. Why did he do it? That's the question that we don't want to ask because we, we want to come up with excuses of why not to serve God or not to love God. Or, you know, I mean, I mean, I don't heard so many excuses. I, I mean, seriously, you know, and, and it's like, no, 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 no. God is just decided just he's just going to go around and destroy. God did not just decide that he wanted to kick Adam and Eve out of the garden. Why did God kick Adam and Eve out of the garden? That's the question. That's, that, that's the question. And that's the question that most people don't ask. See, Joel 8 and 7, the app says, Though your beginning was insignificant, yet your end will greatly increase. Lord have mercy. See, we talk about your future. He said in Joel, it says, Though your beginning was insignificant, Yet your end will greatly increase. What? Let me tell you what that scripture is saying. What that scripture is saying, though, saying to us is, though you have a small beginning, though it, though your beginning may seem insignificant, it has nothing to do with the end because at the end you are going to increase greatly. It's, see what people are saying. It's not how you start. It's how you end. We all started on the wrong road. But it's not about how you start. It's about how you end. Haggai 2 and 19 says in Amplify, The latter glory of this house will be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. Says who? Says the Lord of hosts. Not say your friend John. Or your sister Michelle. Or your co-worker Brittany or Ashley. God said, the Lord said, your latter glory of this house will be greater than the former. And in this place, I shall give the ultimate peace and prosperity, declares the Lord. This is what God said. And the last time I checked, 
It's impossible for God to lie. So if it's impossible for God to lie, whatever he said out of his mouth, whatever he spoke, whatever he declared, whatever he decreed out of his mouth, and it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. It shall come to pass. This is God's work concerning your future. Where God is taking you is so much greater and better. But you must leave your past behind. In our text, in our text, this text is somewhat like the deliverance of Israel out of Egypt. Remember that story when God sent Moses back to Pharaoh to go deliver the children of Israel? It, it, it's, it's somewhat similar, but, but different. Lot, remember, is the nephew of Abraham. Now, you know Abraham, the father of many nations. Remember, God promised, that, promised Abraham that he will bless his seed and that he will make him father of many nations and, and, and that, 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 that his sons and daughters was like the stars in, in the sky. It was so many stars he couldn't count them. The prom, God, God promised Abraham that he will make his name great. God promised Abraham that he will protect his family. Everything that was pertaining, that was connected to Abraham, God promised. So Lot was the nephew of Abraham. And so God remembered the promise that he made to Abraham. So in our text we see that Lot and his family was living in a perverted city. And these cities, these two cities was called Sodom and Gomorrah. And these cities were a disgrace to God. Because they operated in a perverted act that was against God. Hallelujah. And not only that, they would not repent. Do you not understand that when you when you stuck in your yesterday, your past, you won't repent? Do you not understand that repent means change of heart and mind? Re repent means repent means if you was driving south and you realize that you've been going. The wrong way. And you done been on, on going south. For the last past six hours. Repentance is. You don't continue to drive. Another six hours. Going down south. After you realize. That you're going the wrong way. Repentance means. You have a change of heart. And you get off on the next exit. And you make a U-turn. And you go north. <laughs> True repentance. And the thing is, most people are not repenting. They repeating. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to say it again. Most people are not re repenting. They're not changing their heart. They're not changing their heart and their minds. But they are repeating. Lord have mercy. So, 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 so in our text, God decided to send angels down to destroy these cities. But God protected Lot and his wife because of the promise that he made to Abraham. The reason why, some, let me say this, the reason why some of us are protected, 
The reason why some of our families is protected is because of the promise that he made to you or the promise that he made to your grandmother or the promise that he made to your parents. That's the reason why some of us are protected. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. See, the angels gave Lot and his family instruction. This was the instruction. The instructions was escape for your life. Do not look behind you or stop anywhere in the entire valley. Escape to the mountains of Moab or you will be consumed and swept away. What the angels were saying to Lot and his family is run. Run from your past. Do not look behind. Do not look back at your past. Do you supposed to be looking at your future? Look ahead. Remember in the book of Exodus, remember, you know, remember what I, what I told you a couple of weeks ago when you think of the book of Exodus, you of the book of Exodus, the key word out of Exodus is exit, which means to come out of something. Mhm. Mm so you remember the book of Exodus, maybe around the 14th chapter, I want to say around the 10th verse, around about the area. You remember when, when Moses came to deliver the children of Israel out of, out of Pharaoh's hand? And the Bible says that Pharaoh, after he realized what he did by letting him go, letting them go, that he pursued after them. And as he approached them, the Israelites looked up and saw the Egyptians marching after them. Now the, now the, now the Bible says, Listen to this. Look at this. The Bible says they looked up. Now, mind you, mind you, the children of Israel is, 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 is moving forward. They, they, they moving forward. And the Bible says that, that as, as, as Pharaoh was approaching them, they looked up. And they saw the Egyptians marching after them. What am I saying? The thing is. How did they see the Egyptians marching after them if they looked up and they going forward? Let, let that sink in for a second. So, if, they, if, they, if they're going towards the Red Sea, if, they, if they're going towards their future, <laughs> it, it, it would be no way that they would see Pharaoh coming up behind them. So what is this text saying? Well, the text saying is that there was a there was a there was a that they was focused on their future until they knew that Pharaoh was approaching them and they looked back. They looked behind them. They looked back and they saw their past. Pursuing them. My God. But what we must understand my brothers and sisters. God said the past we see today. Hallelujah. We will see no more. God delivered them. And made a way for them to cross over into their future. I just want you to imagine this for a second. You got a rare a sea. You know how you know how big a sea is? You have a sea in front of you. 
And then you have your enemy pursuing behind you. And, 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 and the thing is, if you, if, you, if you look at the situation, it, the situation don't look that good. It, it, don't, it don't look that good. Instead of it being a win-win situation, it looked like a lose-lose situation. <laughs> that, but that's what it looks like. And sometimes that, 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 that's what happened in our lives. We, sometimes we, we are in a situation where we look like we're in a lose-lose situation. See, but as a child of God, that's why God has to change our mindset. He has to change our perspective. Because when, 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 when God is on our side, <laughs> losing is not an option. We don't, we don't lose. It's, it's not an option. It's not, it's not an option. It's not part of our dictionary. It's not, it's not part of our DNA. Not if you're rolling with God. It's not, it's not part of us. Because he, he, he never failed. He, he never lost a battle. He never lost a case. So if you are, if you are saying it and, and, and professing that you're a child of God, losing is not an option. Oh no. So, so, so they had the right seat in front of them and they had the enemies behind them. And it looks like, it, it looks like they was in a lose-lose situation. Until God rolled, until God told Moses, lift up the rod that's in your hand. And the Bible says that when Moses lifted up the rod in his hand, the Bible says the Red Sea parted. Oh my Jesus Christ. The, 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 the thing that looks impossible to cross. That dilemma, that, that distraction, that, 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 that mountain that's in front of you that seems like it's impossible for you to cross. God has a way for your escape. And the reason why he has provided a way for your escape is because he has a future ahead of you. And because he has a, a future for you, he's going to remove all stumbling blocks. He's going to remove all mountains. Everything that's in your way, he's going to move it because of your future and because of your destiny. So that story the Bible says the children of Israel walked through the Red Sea. They said that the, that the waters had stopped up on the, on, on the side of Egypt. And the Bible says they walked on dry land through the sea. And not only that, the Bible says that their enemies, Pharaoh and his armies, tried to do the same thing. And once God got all of his children on the other side, the Bible says that God commanded Moses to put down his rod. And the enemies that was chasing behind them got drowned in the water. That's why God said the enemies you see today, you will see no more. The past that you that you once saw, you will not see anymore. That's, that's what God said. He closed the Red Sea. And he closed the Red Sea so we won't go back. And see, this is what God has done in our lives. He closed up our past. My brothers and sisters, he closed it up. God understands and knows our future. He also knows us. We, we, we get like the children of Israel sometimes. We, we say to ourselves, God, you should have just allowed me to stay where I was. 
instead of taking me into the wilderness, a place that I don't know. See, see, the children of Israel, they knew Egypt. You know why they knew Egypt? They were stuck in Egypt for 430 years. But they didn't know their future. They knew nothing about their future. They didn't know nothing about where they were going. So they was afraid to step out into the unknown. They was afraid to step out into the unknown. And some of us are like this today. We would rather settle in our past because we know it. We know it. We know our front, back, side to side. We, 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 we would rather settle in our past instead of trusting God to take us into our future, which we know nothing about. Don't look back. Don't look back. Don't look back. See, we, we, we got to learn. That's why we have these stories in the Bible. It's, it's for our learning. See, we must learn to take heed about what happens to Lot's wife. That's our text, our main text. We, we have to learn. And, you know, I, I, I want to say this because as I was reading, I was, I was thinking to myself, I was, I was thinking to myself, why did God allow Lot's wife to turn into a pillar of salt? I, I, I was just thinking about that. God, why are you allowed to turn into a pool of salt? You know, I mean, there were so many things God could have done. You know, I mean, he could have just allowed her to drop dead. You know, like he did Ananias and Sapphira. <laughs> when they lied, you know. You know, or, or, or God could have, you know, just allowed her to, you know, to vanish away, disappear. You know, just disappear. But he allowed her to become a pillar of salt. So, you know, as I was reading, I said, you know, I'm just going to let my mind wander for a second. Let my mind wander. When, when you, first of all, when you think of pillars, you think about a firm, upright support for a, for a superstructure. When you think of pillars, pillars of support. Is a is a is a firm a firm upright support. Pillars are a firm upright support. The Bible says she turned into a pillar of salt. But then I had to go through, I had to go to the New Testament in Matthew 5, 13 and 16. And it says, You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost his savior, where will shall it be salted? It is, it is this for good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. So the Bible said, says to us, see, we are the son of the, we are the son of the world. Let me take, okay, for those of us that cook, for those of us that cook, one of the most ingredients, one of, one of the most seasons that we're going to need for cooking is salt. Now. If we cooking and we can't taste the salt, it's good for nothing. 
Salt was made to season stuff. <laughs> it was to make things taste better. So the Bible says that we are the salt of the world. And the Bible says if we lose our taste, huh? if we lose our season, <laughs> we're good for nothing. So then I have so, so now I have to ask you a question. Did Lot's wife lose her savor by looking back? Did, did, did she lose her value by looking back? See, the thing is, she really thought, she really thought in her mind, my brothers and sisters, that her value was, was back in Sodom and Gomorrah in those cities. She could not let it go. She did not understand that she was the salt of the earth. And once you lose your value, you become good for nothing. That's what the word just said to Matthew. Do, do you not understand? Get this. Get this. Get this in your spiritual mind. Get this. She became what she was. Wow. Did you, did you just hear what I just said? She became what she was. She was already the salt of the earth. <laughs> but because she didn't know her value, in disobedience, she looked back and became what she already was. The only difference is, she, when she became what she was, she became good for nothing because she lost her Savior by looking back. This is an example of what we should not do, my brothers and sisters. We are not to operate in disobedience because of fear of, of your tomorrow. No, ma'am. No, sir. Your future is so bright that it overpowers your past. I promise you. God will never tell you to let go of something if he wasn't going to bless you with better or greater. My brothers and my sister, I speak this and I declare and I decree this over you. That you are getting ready to walk into one of the best seasons of your life. You haven't seen it yet. God is getting ready to reveal to you your future. He is getting ready to open doors. He is getting ready to create opportunities. He is getting ready to move you. He is getting ready to bless you beyond measure. You don't have time to look back. You need all your energy, your time, and your, your focus on what God is getting ready to do in your life. God is getting ready to show you his power. Get ready for it. You have, you, have, you have never seen this before. You have never experienced this before. It is the unknown. But we got to trust God. We got to trust God. And we can't look back. 
Your your future is much better. I promise you, it is much brighter. Let go of your past. Let go of your yesterday. Let it go. 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 And push forward to your future. Push forward into what God promised you. Whatever that is. Because once again, like I said earlier. Every human being, if you got breath in your body. Every human being has a past. And every human being has a future. Whether you know it or not. Whether you know it or not. This is the word of the Lord, my brothers and sisters. I pray that this word has encouraged you today because it really encouraged me when I, when God gave it to me and I began to study and I, and I you know, um, began to read. I, I pray that God, that God will continue to put, continue to help you to push forward in the things of him. That's my prayer for you. That you will look forward and not backwards. Amen. Amen. I thank God for you. God bless you. Amen. From my house to your house. From my heart to yours. You all have a blessed and wonderful night. God bless you.